Hello and welcome to Upfront. I'm Robert. And I'm Adam. And we have an amazing show lined up for you tonight. Uh, we're going to be joined with a special guest friend of ours. But first, Adam, I've got an asking for a friend question for you. Fire away, Robert. All right. So this friend posted on Facebook and they said, I've been asked to give a speech, but I absolutely hate being in front of people. Should they, being this person, wear a diaper in case they pee their pants or just decline the offer? Well, let's put this in perspective. Is this a high school student? Um, as far as I know, no, it is not. They've graduated high school. Okay, so this is like college. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, I'd so we're college. we're still in the younger the younger generation. Yeah, yeah, like a young adult. Okay, well, here's where my mind goes and what I picture. Okay. Someone that's in school, they're probably somewhat of a hipster, right? Yeah. So they're probably wearing skinny jeans. Yeah, or I see yoga where you're going pants. With this. I see where you're going. So with this. if they wear any kind of diaper, it's going to look really funny in the yoga pants or the skinny jeans. So for the sake of everyone in the class, I would say, yeah, go ahead and you you pull that off. Just just pull the diaper. Just, let just, it be just stepping do it. Out of the skinny jeans. Rock it out. Nice. For the All sake right. of you, that's a no go. Okay. So Don't I do shouldn't that. wear a diaper in front of people. Well. Now we're talking about you. See, we're on to something okay. different. Well, you brought me into it. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I would say uh, if, if you're looking for a laugh, yes. If not, that's a no-go. All right. All right. Do you have a asking for a friend for me? Adam, Adam. Slacking on these asking for a friends, bro. That's okay, because I pretty much made this one up like I did last week. So, you know, off the fly. I'm that's pretty nice. good at this kind of stuff. Anyways, we're going to an area tonight that everyone struggles with at some point in their life, and that is comfort zones. All right, so our guest today is Amber. How you doing, Amber? Doing great, thanks. Awesome, awesome, yeah. So, for starters, uh, let's just have you tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 22 years old. I work at Chick-fil-A Monday through Saturday. Sundays, you can find me at Encounter Community Church, um, serving in the youth, serving in back on the media team. Or um, added to my list this week was Encounter Worship. Woo. <laughs> and I'm also a dog mom. Yay. Oh, how many dogs do you have? Technically one. Technically one. Yeah, one's do my mom. Do you wish you had like 50? Yes and no. That's a lot of money. So I have a Chick-fil-A question. Oh, yeah. Have you ever accidentally looked at someone and said, you're welcome? Yeah, my first day. And I, I was like, shoot. And you survived the first day. I did. I don't think they heard me. Oh, they showed you grace. Yeah. Jesus chicken. (laughs) To Lord's calories, man. Gotcha. So like I said, we're going into a realm and area of comfort zones. So for you, where would you say that your comfort zone is? Um, Probably at home. I don't like leaving. Gotcha. So, So this as a whole is outside the comfort zone for you? Some, yes, Um, but a lot of times when I step out of my comfort zone, I run back to my little corner. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Would you say that you're easily, it's easy for you to go outside of your comfort zone, if even for like a small second, or? No. So it takes a lot for you to get out of your comfort zone. Yes, it does. Awesome. So what's the most uncomfortable situation you've ever been in? Mm, That's a tough one. Um, honestly, just public speaking. Okay. 
I have really bad anxiety when it comes to speaking in front of people. And in college, I actually got most improved in my public speaking class. Hey. And I got an A. So check me outside. How about that? <laughs> All right. So kind of going into that realm of being in front of people, being like up in front and you know we're called up front here so we're always up in front and in people's business and stuff but you've recently taken a big step out of your comfort zone you kind of mentioned it earlier but there's really two different areas that you've taken that step in right so what what are those two areas that you've stepped out of your comfort zone in well um in the past year i went from being a backup backup small group leader in youth to actually being the head honcho girls small group leader so that was a huge step right and then I last year I felt God calling me to go on stage and just sing and worship and I didn't do it and then my friend Adam showed up (laughs) (laughs) and so here I am (laughs) yeah gotcha yeah so why, how and why did you step out of that or step out of your comfort zone and into that role in the youth group? Well, I really, well, I guess I had a choice, but it, um, well, the leader, she kind of stepped down anyway, so it was really not a choice, but you do what you got to do. Yeah. Was that a very, like, eye-opening experience for you? Or? Well, at the beginning, I was really hesitant and nervous because when we were together I never led I always was like oh you lead I can't do it (laughs) but now it's all good it's fine so Amber you and you and I share a lot of similarities when it comes to basically the nerves and anxiety of large crowds and so you hate large crowds so why would you choose to be on the worship team in front of a large crowd um, as a a Christian and a follower of Christ, he calls us to step out and being a a youth leader and just a just a Christian in general, I would be a hypocrite if I was teaching these people to step out in faith and wasn't doing it myself. And so well, besides the crowd, what would be the biggest obstacle that you would have? Um, probably just the fear of messing up because everybody's looking at you. Right. <laughs> I, I can be very. Uh, I'm going to use the term draining. When you're when you're there, you put all your focus and all your energy into what you're doing, trying not to mess up because then you're going to draw more attention to yourself. So I, I think that's where you're kind of taking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So were there any kind of like external obstacles that you had to face in getting up there to do something? Like, did you have any haters that were like, no, Amber, you won't ever do this? And well, I wouldn't call them haters. Okay. I would just say that it was not the right time. That if I did go up there at that time, I probably would, would have failed. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't call them haters. Gotcha. Just roadblocks. And- so... The pushers. So the roadblocks, the pushers, the people kind of pushing back. Like, how did you deal with that? Like, I guess internally or even externally, like, did you just kind of like shy back to your corner or did you like 
I mean, what process did you take in going through that? Oh, I went back to my shell, my <laughs> yeah. corner. Um, I don't know. I just I pray that if it was if it was meant to be, you know, open that door. Um, and I knew that we were gonna go to worship later sometime, and that if it was meant to be, I could just work on it. Cause I'm not perfect. I'm not good. So, yeah. yeah. So this this past Thursday night, you actually stepped out for a third time from your comfort zone and like recorded a video for a Sunday morning service, right? Mm-hmm. So like, basically, in doing like all these things, stepping out of your comfort zone, like, how do you feel now that you've done that? Uh, I feel accomplished, but I'm not done. So. I feel pretty good about myself. It's okay. like taking a a leap, which some days, you know, you take a couple steps forward, take a couple steps back, and then five steps forward, two steps back, you know? So it's just, it's a process. Right. So when you say that you're not done or you're not finished, like, what do you mean by that? Like, I guess at what point would you deem yourself finished? Well, now that I have done it a couple of times, it's just, working on improvement okay. and uh, just being the best I could be. We're not there yet, so. <laughs> so kind of wrapping up here, Adam, do you have anything that you want to ask from what she said or you just being silent tonight? I like it. It's good. Silent but deadly. Listen, every once in a while we got to be silent for one SPD. another. SPD. All right, so the last question that I have here for you is what advice would you give to someone who's maybe afraid to do something outside of their comfort zone? Well, I actually, on Instagram a couple weeks ago, Lauren Daigle um, had a question answer that she did at some place, I think in Tennessee, and uh, she admitted that she struggled with anxiety. And I was like, what? Um, But she basically quoted she tells herself first john four eighteen that perfect love casts out all fear so i don't know just knowing that i mean whatever you do whether it's fear or whatever that god's love you can cast it out so you know i get a tattoo soon that way when i start panicking i'll just look down i'm like whoa you ain't get a tattoo like of that verse to like remind you yeah okay um, and then, um, just, it's an, people say it's overplayed, but Oceans by Hillsong just tells us to, he calls us out and you, everybody needs to take that leap, that step. Um, yeah. yeah. Just, you use the phrase over, overplayed. I, I don't think anything is overplayed because it still meets somebody where they are all the time. I think overplayed is an overused word. I know you say that because that's what other people are saying. But I don't think anything's ever overplayed unless you sing the same song over and over and over and over. Then that could be overplayed. (laughs) So you've totally stepped out of your comfort zone and you've really stuck your neck out and you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm really getting myself out here be easy with me, and you've joined the worship team. Two weeks later, the worship leader comes in and says, all right, everybody's here. I'm taking everybody off the stage for a while. How does that make you feel? 
I think it's a good call. Just because you <laughs> you can't go up there and, and sing. You got to go up there and worship um, and just be spirit-led because if you go up there and sing, it's nothing. Um, I think it was a good call. But parts of me are nervous that I'm going to be too scared to get back up there, but... No. Listen, here's the thing. You've already stepped past that line of comfort. You've already, like, been up there once. Like, yeah, every time in the lot. future. It might it take a, a lot. lot. But every step from that point forward is just going to get easier and easier and easier. Because, like, so for me, like, speaking in front of people, like, I always got, like, super nervous. And before, I would stumble over my words. I would repeat things over and over. I'd lose my place in my notes. And I recently led a devotion for our youth couple weeks ago on a Wednesday, whatever. Um, and the only like negative side effect of me speaking was I was literally dripping with sweat the entire time. And Adam can attest that like my face was red dripping with sweat, but not once did I stumble words did not once did I repeat myself over and over. It, I think that's why you record podcasts. If, but when I was looking at you that day, you were a hot mess, but if you close your eyes and listen, it's like flawless. It was very well put together. Exactly. So that's why. I, that's why I can't do videos. Right. Like podcasts seem like my thing because I could be like dripping with sweat right now, and none of y'all would know anything the difference. Right. Right. So Amber, let me just ask you this: What would you say to somebody who is in the same boat you were in, where they're sitting there and they know they've got the conviction, they feel the Holy Spirit nudging them that they need to do something more? But they're just like you and I, and they're like, I'm too scared to do it. I'm not able to do it. I'm not good enough to do it. What would you say to those people? Basically, you, you can't tell God no. <laughs> right? You'll be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it always comes back. It's like, okay, you won't do this. You're going to do this. Yeah. 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 And then you can, you can just do it. Just close your eyes. <laughs> you can do it. One more question, Amber. This is the most important one. Are you ready? Yep. Last question. We're closing out. Here we go. Pez or sweet tarts? Mm. Probably we go Pez. I'm with you. I I love the little animated figures. Yeah, what figurine would you use? Probably Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Mm. But now that I think about it and I visualize it, here's what I see. You grab the body, mm-hmm. and you snap the head back, <laughs> and pull the pez out of the throat. This got dark really quick. <laughs> it did. As I think about it, I'm not sure that really works. I would use Captain America. Oh, yeah. How about you, Robert? Or Groot. Um, Groot would oh, be gosh. cute. I don't know. I'd probably use something like Darth Vader or... Ooh. Yeah, get some Star Wars action up in there. Nice. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening each and every week. Um, Adam, what are you going to close us out with this week? I'm going to close us out with a question for Robert. Uh Uh-oh. Here it is. When it comes to podcast recording, do you prefer a Shure SM7B or an Audio-Technica 2020? Between those options, a sure SM7B. But with the microphone that Amber's using, I kind of like that one for podcast stuff. It uh, sounds I think really it's good. working pretty good. Yeah. So, but you're a little audio technica. It, it it can go. Don't be a hater. <laughs>